the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Hey. Look who's back. I found my way in. You guys tried to lock me out. We and did. I broke yeah. a window and I'm back in here. Yeah, baby. Kevin's back from law school and he is smoking. Oh. <laughs> I found the mask. It made me do some weird things. Yeah. <laughs> People have been talking about that movie, Jim and Andy, so I've been saying the word smoking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that the next movie where it's him in character as the mask? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get out. And all the other actors are like, this is actually yeah. despicable. Please stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, How's it going? How's law school? Uh, law school's great, man. I'm just on a, on a hot break right now. Just did exams. Going to do a lot of reading. Uh, it's wintertime. I got some really dry skin. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. 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 Just living the life. <laughs> Is it going to help you with being like a capologist for us later in the future? Yeah, or, or are you going to get a real job and just kind of move on? I'm working for MLSE, yeah. man. I'm, I'm heading straight out the door of law school, straight into Masai's office. Yeah. We'd also like to say welcome to the team Toronto Argos. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the family. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, oh. so happy for MLSC. Yeah. <laughs> really made, really got folks. a coup there. They're yeah. such good folks. Really good people. Yeah, yeah. Larry yeah. Tenenbaum and, and, and co., you know, yeah. really nice uh, philanthropists and stuff. So Yeah. Um, let's, I just guarantee that uh, the Argos are going to become the hip thing in like two and a half years after uh, Rogers puts enough like marketing juice behind them. Oh, for so. sure. Get like, some tall boys, go sit at BMO. That's, what, that's what, your summer, baby. What's their uh, what's their like mock We the North slogans? Like We We the North was like kind of organic. Come um, to uh, let's all come together was kind of bad uh, for the Jays. Get on the, the boat. Yeah, boat daddies. Yeah. Boat daddies. That would actually be organic. Okay, you know what? He's already talking. So let's bring out our first guest. Um, I think he's done the podcast. This is maybe his fourth time. He's hilarious. He's one of the best produ- producers in the entire city. Amazing improviser. Great guy. Matt McCready. Hey, everybody. Boat Daddies for Life. Get your tall boys at BMO and Boat Daddy it up with your older friends. You maybe thought he said Go Daddy. He didn't. He said Boat Daddy. Totally different thing. Check it out. Expensive websites at Boat Daddy. <laughs> Not affordable at all. Um... <laughs> All right, well, I'll introduce our... Uh, yeah, he's ready. Now that, now he's that, ready. Matt's he's, ready. <clears throat> um, uh, also representing BoatDaddy.com, <laughs> um, one, of the, one of the hottest sketch comedians, improv comedians, stand-up comedians in the whole damn town. Uh, he's lovely. He's hilarious. And uh, his name is Gavin Pound. Oh, doctor. Oh, everybody gets a new song when it comes, uh, so this is your song funky. forever. <laughs> That's what I'm funky with that. Who's got everybody's gun? We'll come up with it. I feel like, yeah. no, no, that's it. This is the guy from um, from Mr. Robot. Like, that's his hacking music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, he's got a big hack going down today. <laughs> that's the narrator, Mr. Robot. Oh, look at him go. Whoa, episode four. He's about to hack. Another hack today. Holy smokes. He's got to be shamokin hack style. I've got a big <laughs> hack today. Um, narrator loves hacking, but knows nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never, op- never turned on a computer. Just about said open to computer. Yeah, I guess you have to do that too with laptops these days. Uh, well, right? it's ho- it's holiday season. We got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin, you're gonna you're gonna take on Raptors today. So uh, let's do this. Let's fire away. <laughs> do I 
talk over this? I am. I, I was like, do I let it play oh, out? Just, no, you let it, it play loop? out. Pull out your gavel and start smashing shit. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. No, Guys, these songs are for when people like. Need to like stand up, sit down, stand up, yeah. sit down. Yeah, time, it's the stretching know? music. <laughs> yeah, um, I got my powdered wig out. Let's let's roll. Um, so let's let's just start off with a gen- general thing here. Um, it's been a fun stretch for the Raptors. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. uh, we we've got best. hard disagree. Oh no, Freddie hates carry. fun. <laughs> um, best home record in, in the league. Uh, best defense in the league over the last month. Um, just smashing sub 500 teams lately. Yes, a um, lot of fun. Uh, Matt, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you first. Sure. If you could pick out a single a single cause or theme. Of of the recent Raptors play, like uh, what wh- what would you attribute it to? Basically, uh, I mean, I, I went through the schedule in like the last month on my way over here, and uh, I mean, the last uh, good team they played was uh, November fourteenth. Hey man, Brooklyn's not terrible. <laughs> um, who, who was it? It was the uh, the Rockets. That was the last good team that they yeah. played. Oh my god, Th- that's then, probably our best win of the season still, right? Yeah, we yeah, beat yeah, the exactly. Rockets at home. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's possibly the best win out of anyone in the league so far this year. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, definitely nothing to take away from that win for sure. But I mean, like other than that, uh, the Pelicans they played a couple times, yeah. and like the Knicks. Those would be like the wow, best teams isn't at the that last bad? month. Oh uh, no, uh, the Pacers. The Pacers. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the Pacers. Yeah, aren't but good, nothing. You know, crazy, like they're yeah. okay. I mean, Oladipo's pretty. Oladipo's he's, pretty. He's good. having himself. Well, but it's, it's not like they're like uh, even a uh, Timberwolves. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, what's weird now too for the Raptors is like we're basically the favorite in every scenario. We're the fifth best team record-wise in the NBA, and point differential, we're the third best team. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like everyone we play is kind of worse than us, except like a small number of teams. Right. So it's weird to adjust to. Yeah, it is a bit. I mean, like, uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, uh, no, it's true, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, to say, like, we've had the best defense over a month, it's like we've played the Suns, like, yeah. twice. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, like, yeah, all these totally. bad teams. And yeah. I'm just like, wait, we played that team twice over the past month? That's yeah. pretty uh It's really awesome. insane. Uh, I mean, the things that have done well, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, the, the, like, you know, like Valanciunas, like he doesn't have to guard, um, a lot of those sharpshooter guys, like, like, uh, Beal mm. is always someone that like, if he's in the game, he has a trouble, like just going up there and, yeah. uh, guarding the three point line. I think like, uh, so like the weaknesses of some of our more, uh, one dimensional pr- players are a little bit, uh, covered up DeRozan's the same thing. They couldn't really attack certain things. Uh, I think Ananobi is a huge reason why they've been so successful mm-hmm. over the past month and that he his defense is actually game changing yeah. in terms especially oh my against, god yeah he's, totally he's multi-purpose like one through he was guarding Kali Stein against the Kings and like, I mean who can guard Kali Stein's offensive game <laughs> also true but okay. I mean <laughs> can I say that like he's one of those players who I've like you know kind of heard about for like like you know like a little bit since he came to the NBA but you know he's pretty forgettable yeah but that last game against the Raptors he did a couple things where I was like Oh man, I guess you are like an NBA level talent. Oh, for sure. He did yeah. a couple very impressive things. Not even saying he had a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like he did a couple things where I was like, "Oh man, this guy's like his I mobility guess I is why he was drafted." Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like lateral quickness is yeah. elite for like a player his size. Like yeah. Kali Stein for sure, a pretty good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think Ananobi, uh, like to, to get back to him quickly, uh, defensively, he wrecks bad teams because bad yeah. teams are kind of sloppy and his reach is 
uh, absurd and his instincts are really good as well. And yeah, it also man. helps. Whereas I don't know if like he's completely there as like a rookie in terms of like defending the elite players one on one. He's going to get schooled in a lot of like, you know, classic ways that we see Damar and right. Lowry school rookies. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's really impactful for bad teams. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's I think he's already making progress, too. I mean, you mentioned that Houston game like mm-hmm. obviously you can't base his year on this but the the way he guarded Harden in that game was, it was pretty good yeah it was, I, oh, it, yeah. Was, it was a coming out party for yeah, sure yeah absolutely um Gavin anything you've been seeing over this last last little stretch that you've been uh, happy about let me let me roll this out for you all right. first of all my answer is not going to be nearly as in-depth. I'm not going to be talking about Willie Cauley-Stein's lateral quickness. <laughs> hey, uh, we need some surface-level stuff, too, man. Yeah, good. Uh, well, then, let's do something basic. What about just the bench as a whole? Yeah. I feel like uh, they're unbelievable. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't claim to be the, like, the largest large man basketball fan, uh, and I haven't been for very long, but for... When I have over the last like five years, mm-hmm. sweet lord, I don't think I've ever enjoyed watching a second unit more than the likes of all of these people who can all defend. It's so fun, and yeah. having Delon back, yeah, uh, I He's mean, so long, it's it's crazy. Like Delong, hey, hey, Tom Delong, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Delong, happy about those UFOs, right? Yeah, now. yeah. He said Tom Delong's having a big like couple days. Yeah, yeah. He hit a couple threes the other day. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah. So so like obviously, yeah, having Delon back, uh, and they're just all so like good defensively, and they work so well together i, I want to marry Jakob pertle i think he's oh like my the god best he's man. so good he's just so fundamentally yeah, sound and like he's soft hands and catches everything and footwork and just like it's, i don't know the bench as a whole is my answer it's so fun yeah. how like how not quick pertle is and he's still everywhere like he's, yeah it's it's like sorry he's he's like he's quick enough but just it's sort of like watching the spaces he occupies his feet are like just in the right spot at all times. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Like, He's another big, excellent lateral quickness, yeah, you know? It's yeah. kind of like a weird thing that's become like the most, <laughs> one of the most important things about drafting big men is yeah. like how well they can move their feet. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, yeah, and I mean, that's something that I feel like he's probably in the top 15% in terms of like uh, 6'11 and above in the league. Yeah. And he's so deceptive about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, and to you your, don't expect it. His goofy face, you know, <laughs> exactly <very> goofy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and to to your point, uh, Matt, like like it's true with bigs coming into the NBA. It's kind of like, you know, post ups aren't really a thing unless you're like a Demar Derozan type. Mm. No, so, there's things you could take advantage like four or five times a game tops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So so even like we've seen it with Jonas, where it's kind of like. Oh, why doesn't he get more post possessions? And now even like Jonas fans are like, oh, never give anyone a post possession. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't make any sense just in the NBA anymore. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, guys who can move their feet just matter more. You know, obviously a guy like Draymond changed that position. Yeah. And what, you know, and obviously illegal defense and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, Freddie, anything anything you're seeing? Um, yeah, th- this might be a bit of a weird answer, but uh I love weird answers. Yeah, I'm actually going <laughs> to say Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this last like 10 game stretch. Not only has he been on fire from mid range, yeah. yeah. fire from three, um, you know, playing pretty good defense. Probably still not the defense that we had hoped when we originally uh, traded for him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but a little more chemistry with uh, Jonas. Um, definitely closing out games as the center. That's becoming a thing. Um, but I, I think what I'm enjoying the most with Serge is the energy he's bringing to the team with like, you know, whether it's his thumbs down, chase down blocks yeah. or his like finger waving, it's like kind of just bring some attitude to the yeah, team. Absolutely. That's like, uh, you know, not the, the Lowry style attitude, which is like, just like, just having basically a, threatening having a breakdown. Yeah. Or, or, or get so, so, so angry. Yeah. Like where Serge is. 
Yeah, like, okay, I, I, th- I think, uh, how about I say it this way? Like, if you were to make a bet on anyone on this Raptors team to, like, you know, hit a three and then beckon the crowd to, like, cheer louder by, like, raising yeah, their yeah, hands, yeah, yeah, it would yeah, be yeah. Surge, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also so, fight another player. That was, I, and I, also, I was, yeah, well, that's yeah. what I mean. so mad at Yeah, people. he just is, yeah. like, I don't know, he's just feeling it. He and just, yeah. will not allow allow any trespasses against mm. the team, which... Yeah, like, and I, th- I think when the when the season first started, for a lot of people, I, like, I, I know for me, he was so, so tough it, to watch. It was worrisome. Because he was really yeah. slow-footed. Nothing he was taking was in rhythm. And there wasn't a lot of energy in his game. There wasn't you know? any energy so, in his game. A player like him, for sure, you kind of... Like, Serge at his best, he's hitting open. Like, he'll never be a good ball mover. He'll never get, yes. like, lots yeah. of assists. That's yes. just not... Uh, his offensive awareness is in his game. Yeah. But him at his best... Uh, Hitting open shots uh, and then like a like an insane energy big yeah uh, yeah like at an elite level one yeah. even and he's he's also one of these guys where he can attack a closeout mm-hmm. even though it looks ugly he can attack a closeout yeah you know same goes for like OG like OG basically looks like he's gonna travel like ten times yeah. if he ever starts to dribble but he can do it yeah and sometimes and his core vision is actually quite good mm-hmm. totally which is nice. Um, so yeah, so so my answer is Surge because I feel like he's kind of connected to a lot of different lineups. Mm. He's a really important piece of this team. Cool. Uh, obviously, we have a lot of important pieces, but what a weird answer! I was expecting like the mascot or something. Yeah, I said like, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. Really this is pretty weird. Well. More more walking <laughs> on his hands. Weird. <laughs> Let's just say that Larry Tenenbaum's yeah. the reason we're doing well. <laughs> oh, Wayne oh, Casey's let, nephew so cutting so <laughs> much Casey's quality nephew. salary. Tenenbaum, yes. you oh, know, man. firing the right people. Just, oh, I know. Just getting rid of inefficiencies. That guy yelling at the right ushers. Yeah. You know, I had a tour of MLSE. Oh yeah. Yeah. When I was in school, it was a great time what were you in school for sherm hamilton talked to us Ooh, i think for huge. broadcasting Terminator. Nice. yeah it was nuts that's cool i got a phone call in the middle of a lecture from one of the higher ups and he got super mad at me <laughs> also my ringtone was my friend uh just going ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my friend was calling me all the time yeah. <laughs> yeah. um sweet it's pretty cool though yeah it was, it was it was very cool um yeah so i'm i mean uh, my part of my thing ties into what Freddie was just saying, and and actually it'll segue right into my next thoughts. This is perfect. Is that I think JV's been playing the best ball of his career, or like over the longest stretch over the last little while, and I think it's a really big deal that his being in the starting lineup isn't like a major problem at the moment. Um, he seems to be dialed in. He's moving as well as he can. Um, he's we're not posting him up, and he's still efficient offensively which he sort of always has been but i think they're just finding a way to work him into the system um which leads me to the question i guess gavin is his improvement is uh is it making you excited for his spot in our team or is it making you think nice we can trade him now uh i i think i I really like jv i think he's awesome but i just don't think he fits in with with the team really like it seems like what they need at the five is like like a biombo or like like somebody who can defend and like play because like it seems like if for i mean maybe this is not correct based on the last few because the last two games he's had a couple nice double doubles Mm -hmm. if i'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken Mm -hmm. but (coughs) excuse me i feel like he uh in order for him to be effective he needs the ball and he needs to be taking shots (coughs) and with lowry and DeRozan taking a bunch of crazy twos and although that's less so this case this year that's what the kinds of excuse me, what kind of player they are. And uh, it just seems like with 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 stars like Lowry and DeRozan taking as many shots as they are and should, yeah. 
the person that's going to be effective at five is not somebody who needs the ball to be effective. It's somebody like Biombo who can get offensive rebounds and defend when they need to, or somebody mm-hmm. like even Yaka. Let's clarify someone like Biombo because he's been hot garbage since he left. Fair also enough. True. Fair yes. enough. Fair yeah. enough. So not Biombo. So a Biombo esque. Biombo yeah, yeah, when he was on the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they could have just traded JV and kept Biombo. Yeah. So I guess the answer is is I'm happy he's doing well. While I really like him and I like his game, I don't think he fits with the Raptors. So yeah. I guess the answer would be to trade. Matt, agreements, counters, furious oh, remarks. Oh, some furious remarks. Nice. Uh, how dare you defend a guy who works really hard and uh, <laughs> seems to be a very nice person. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, don't, I went into, like, a little bit of a dive into Valanciunas' numbers because uh, you guys were mentioning that we wanted to talk about how Valanciunas is doing this year, and he has done a lot better recently. Mm. Uh, but it's, like, numbers on the whole in the season are very, very similar to yes. what they were uh, yeah. last year. Um, and really what they were like four years ago. I feel like our bar on where we want Valachunas to be just oh, keeps just, dropping yeah, every yeah. year. Like yeah, yeah. When he first came into the league, it was like, yeah, well, he probably won't be as good as Anthony Davis, but he'll probably be like... <laughs> He's at good. least joking no on yeah, defense. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he did actually say that. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, I had debates with people over who would they want uh, Valachunas or Anthony Davis, oh my uh, God. which was stupid at the time. Yeah. No, still uh, a healthy debate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I think like one of the things with uh, uh, Val and Chunis, which, which hurts him so much, is just like the fact that he is a bit of a black hole. Yeah. Um, yes. And I think like people are like, oh, he needs to get the ball more. He needs to be passed to the ball uh, more often, but he never passes out. He averages one assist per 36 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, his turnovers are two point two and a half. You know what I mean? Like His turnovers for a big man are problematic yes yeah um that being said like he's for sure got a a huge role on the team but at the same time it'd be like oh it'd be great if he was in the second unit uh so he could uh you know get those touches when we need that but then there's not enough shooting on the second unit there's not gonna be too many second units that have amazing shooting and also the defense that you would need uh for Mm -hmm. uh, someone like uh valentunas uh, that being said, they'll probably trade him to the Spurs and he'll become an all NBA <laughs> yeah. center yeah. and we'll feel sad. Yeah. Oh, um, Freddie, you, you like him? You keeping him? You trading him? Um, oh, but yeah, trade. Him. Trade if it's possible, but yeah, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. So I think, uh, we need to keep kind of pushing Jonas in the direction. Like, so for the last, you know, couple of years, so like, I, I guess since Steph Curry, the NBA has, has changed so much and what we expect of like big man and mobility and mm-hmm. Draymond and all those kind of things. And, and, you know, we're seeing it this year with how wildly efficient Clint Capella is being. Yeah. So I was watching the Houston game yesterday and they ran a play three times in a row um, for Clint Capella to get the ball in a pick and roll and make a pass to the three. Mm. And I think Ariza hit a three, maybe someone else missed or something, but they kept running this play because they're that confident in Clint Capella passing. Mm -hmm. And that's where we need to push Jonas. Like, I think we have to push him in that direction where it's like he'd have to you know, present himself as a roller, but also be ready to make that pass. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole team is working on their like passing skills and hitting corner threes. And, and and like Matt said, he's so rough at passing that it would be a kind of a long journey. But I think like that journey has started this year. Like, uh, I think he's kind of averaging similar numbers in less minutes, if I'm not mistaken. So the efficiency is probably a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. The defense is still really rough. It's pretty rough. But yeah, I, I, for me, it all comes down to the fact that, uh, you know, MLSE, do they want to pay the luxury tax? If they do, okay, don't worry about trading yeah. Giannis. Oh, if I they bet don't, they don't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're probably leaning on Masai hard yeah. to make the, that. The point yeah. I'm getting to is, 
Um, I'd be genuinely shocked if he was on the roster after the trade deadline yeah. wow. because they financially have to get out from under his contract. Yeah. Ibaka's contract, Lowry's contract, or DeRozan's. Yeah. So one of those guys yeah. needs to go if you're going to basically make this financially work yeah. in the future. So I think it's, yeah, I think it's a good thing that he's playing well. I still don't know mm-hmm. who that uh, who that magical team is that that wants him or needs him. Mm-hmm. Like all yeah, the problems that ev- that everyone's already brought up, I, I don't really understand who thinks. I mean, Sacramento would take him. I, I don't would know they if though? They would I would think. they? No, Cause, cause they like, actually probably wouldn't. like they the might look at Labiesier. Yeah, we could trade him for Zach Randolph well, and uh, the, the thing is, you, the thing I, is, <laughs> you, you need a long term somewhat bad contract for like market to trade them. Yeah. Because all these guys that have young centers. So let's say Sacramento, for instance, they yeah. have like Scal and, um, Collie Stein and Collie Stein. Yeah. So they, so they have them both on and rookie Papa contracts. G and oh, yeah. Papa John. And, yeah. and, well, exactly. So, so they're, they're, they're going to be like, Hey, we'll pay one of these guys, the new price for NBA centers, mm. which is $7 million. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to pay. Oh my God, him. Orlando and Biombo. Like, yeah, it's not a good well, exactly, How do they yeah. feel about so that? That's like, Biombo's probably the last sign of like, you know, he could, he still could be very effective in a lot of ways, but his contract is a massive problem. Yeah. So yeah, the, 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 that's what it comes down to for Jonas and who, what, what other bad contracts are we willing to take or yeah. how much, Assets are we willing to give up with Jonas? Mm-hmm. I think we're kind of in this sweet spot. Sorry, I've went on for too long, but I think we're kind of in this sweet spot where we have so many young assets that assets that we will eventually not be able to afford. Like, you know, Norm, but put it this way. I wonder about that with the Celtics. For yeah. sure. They, they, can't, yeah. they can't resign all these guys. No. And like for us, if you think about, let's say like Norm, DeLon, Pascal, Yakup, OG even Van Vliet and Van yep. Vliet we can probably resign two or three of those guys yep so that means that we're either gonna lose three or four of them or we need to trade them for well we've already assets. resigned Norm oh sorry we've yeah. already resigned Norm yeah so and to a pretty good fair contract and yeah. he's 25 and that's all good but that also means he's a very good asset for us to trade especially considering we have a star two guard who's probably gonna be a star two guard for yeah. the duration of Norm's Prime. And uh, sorry, I really went on there. No, I think we uh, should for sure trade JV. I just think it's hard. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess Brooklyn might be a place where yeah. that could have happened. I don't know if it would anymore. Because yeah. He is young, mm-hmm. which is good for us. Uh, is Norm, uh, has Norm been the worst Raptor this year? Mm-hmm. It's possible. I think so. Oh. I would, I would have said Serge earlier on, but he's made enough yeah. of a turnaround. Yeah. Um, but I also think Norm's been. Fine yeah. for the team. No, I, I mean, it's kind of great that Norm's been the worst Raptor this I, year. I think Norm's the only player on our roster that hasn't had a good stretch. Yeah, yeah. In his twenty-five games, yeah, he was. The starters were bad with him. The bench was bad with him. Um, he can't guard threes. He, yeah, he's a backup two yeah. for us. I think he could actually even be a starting two for other teams. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's great. Be, he yeah. literally so saved us in two playoff I th- series. I think him and DeLon being together on the bench is going to yeah. help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, think, sure. I think having him playing with an actual point guard, because Fred, Fred Van Vliet's amazing, but he's not like, I don't know, he doesn't strike me. He strikes me as a good player who is not quite, I'm going to figure all this out for you, whereas I think DeLon is sort of more in that direction. Mm. Yeah, I think Van Vliet kind of has like a more solid base of skills yes. than DeLon. Yeah. But DeLon has like, this special thing where he's like, I'm a six, five guy. You can break down anyone. Yeah. He might mm. also have like that OG thing where he ruins 
uh, opposing like backup uh, guards. Yep. Um, Delon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Stuff, like, very disruptive. Yeah. Um, this is unrelated. I don't know if I'm allowed to just no, dive ask in. a rapid question. Um, when do you think uh, Siakam's shooting is going to become an issue? I, I was actually going was to mention that. I was um, wondering if you're going to bring that up because yeah. I forget what it is, but, like, it's yeah. Been, it's been very bad. From three on three and a half attempts a game. Yeah, yeah those <laughs> attempts need to come way the hell yeah. down. And w- what's weird, though, is kind of, like, He's a second-year player. Yeah. So do like put it this way: if we want Siakam long term, do we want him to be a guy who can shoot the three? Yeah. Wouldn't this be the year where he figures it out, where we're going to be a third or second or fourth seed regardless? Yeah. Would so? Yeah. I don't think he should stop shooting them because honestly, if he's able to hit them, then he becomes such a value. Yeah, I I know. But they look so bad. But he has to shoot them in game too. Oh my god! Shooting like below fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. They look garbage. Like when he like yeah, it's which is weird because. Because last year it was like, oh, he kind of has a shot more than I thought he would. Yeah, and he, he and shot at the beginning of the year yeah. and yeah. in the D League last year. Yeah, I don't even want to know what his stats are on shooting in the last like two or three weeks. Zero. I think it's, it's been very be bad. Um, that actually goes into I was going to bring up. Um, so CJ's been in the starting lineup oh, for just last game, right? <laughs> oh yeah, maybe he's the worst right yeah. um, him. He would have been my pick. But so I, I think, and I know maybe I'll start with you on this, Freddie, because I know we've we've had conversations about this. I think CJ in the starting line is a super interesting look. I personally think if if JV's coming out of the starting lineup, it's for him. It's for CJ bumping OG OG to the four, four search to the five. Okay. I think I think would be my route. Um, but Freddie, do you, do you like CJ in the starting lineup? Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard been you pretty say this. like um, in the, the Give Me Some Raptors News Facebook group, which I'm. Uh, uh, pretty obsessed with and uh, can't really control my uh, response. I don't think there's any need to control your responses yeah. there, man. Well, That's I can't. Well, I'm just saying I, I, can't, I, I, I do respond to basically any comment. Oh, um, <laughs> also, just a quick pause. I'm putting a disclaimer out there for any. Give me some people listening. I am keeping a close watch on Freddie for his uh, Brad Stevens bashing. Uh, yeah. He said he said he's put, he's gonna have a moratorium on the Stevens bashing for the regular season. So. This yeah. is such an insert here. Thread that we're it is, about. it is, like, yeah. But anyone who listens to this, pod, this podcast knows that I I go on a, a Brad Stevens is overrated bashing spree every single pod, and I'm gonna <laughs> refrain from doing so until the playoffs. Great, this is my promise. But, I don't um, even know how you could say that. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 so you're I, trying to, I, you're I, trying I, to I, trick I, him I into saying start. it. I can't start. I can't start. What the hell was the question? Uh, CJ in the starting lineup. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I even get onto Brad Stevens. I think it's like uh, it's weird because I've, I'm kind of making like a I don't know figurative is the right word, but but I, I'm making a point for just the sake of like wanting to see something. So I know you shouldn't care that much about this thing about these things, but we did sign him to a starting level contract, and I think the the logic there was that the spacing he provides from being the threat from the threat of his three-point shooting changes DeRozan, Lowry's and you know Abaka and uh JV's games more than anything OG can do mm. more than anything that anyone on the team can do so i'd actually be for starting miles over OG um or JV i th- for me preferably starting him over JV cuz mm-hmm. i think OG is just such a new NBA player and feasibly could be the like the guy going forward for this Raptors team. Yeah. So what happens to uh, Pirtle's minutes if JV's on the bench? 
See, that's why I, I I'd advocate that we actually swap out um, Miles and, and OG. Yeah, because I think OG's at a point in his career. Where like he's just taking in all the different types of NBA experiences, and nothing's gonna hurt him that much. Like I really think you could throw D uh, OG to the D League for a little while, and and, and and tell him he's the point guard <laughs> and the center. Nah, and just I, don't, like, I don't even want that. No, I know, but I mean, like, it really, like, you see it with the Spurs, you see it with the Rockets. So much stupider than Brad Stevens. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, but like, I, I think when you're that young and raw of a player, like, okay, so sorry, I know I'm on a total weird tangent here, but like, just with OG for a second, just yeah, to finish you're this. Answering point. the question, it's not a tangent. Yeah, okay, you're, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so, went on a tangent. Go no, on. With OG, it's like, do we want him to be. A guy who can hit the corner three, play defense, um, attack a closeout with poor dribbles, or do we want to maybe see what else he can do as well? And I think with OG, it's kind of like, man, what else can this guy do? Yeah. Can, can he be, what if he can run a pick and roll? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe in the D League, he can try that without consequence and all that kind of thing, or in the second lineup. But anyways, just back to CJ for a second. I think that just watch him come around a screen. No one gets chased off the three-point line on our team. There's like seven guys in the league that are defended like CJ is. Yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. a Kyle Korver in his prime style player I've, where people are just like concerned with wherever he is, whenever he is, and that really, really changes our offense. Um, so I'd love to see that for... Do you not think that that type of gravity is more valuable on the second unit that has no shooting, though? See, I actually don't think it's more valuable on the second unit because I think you want that... I think, like, ideally you want uh, CJ Miles to play as many minutes with DeMar DeRozan as humanly possible. So, like, basically, it can almost, like, they start the game together. When DeRozan goes out, so does CJ. You you want... De- like if, if DeRozan played with CJ, I honestly think he'd be averaging seven or eight assists a game. Like he would just be diming it out and it would be crazy. Would I be, also think CJ would be a better CJ. shooter from the starting lineup. Probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's, he, that rhythm. He's, he'd have more room, all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's a weird thing because the Raptors are doing so, so well. Mm-hmm. And OG's obviously playing fantastic. Like and the yeah. starting lineup's been doing great. And the starting yeah, lineup's the starting been fantastic. Lineup's been doing so, very well. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But at the same time, I would like to see what CJ can do in the starting lineup so that when the playoffs come around, you know, let's say if OG gets scared or something, which he doesn't seem like he will, but like, let's say there's <laughs> a weird... unemotion. So I know. <laughs> Any emotion yeah, at all. But it yeah. wouldn't be a crazy thing if a, if a rookie played poorly in their first game of the playoffs. Like, yeah. that's yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah. I, thought you meant, I thought you meant him going up to Dwayne Casey before and being like, listen, man, I can't do this. I I'm can't terrified. do it. <laughs> that's a Bruno move. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. so scared. <laughs> that, Bruno that's move. a Bruno uh, move. But, but no, uh, and, and then like, Basically, if the if we're about to go to the playoffs and we haven't started CJ for like 15, 20 games, what the hell? Because it's like we signed this guy to see what he can do with the starters. And I want to see him. And, and everyone, I, Can I do a counterpoint to this argument? Okay, yes. But let me just okay, say okay. My, my last little point in this giant monologue. I, I, one point I always hear is like, well, you can play him with DeRozan anyways. Not for the first six minutes of the game, which are permanently lost. So after those six minutes, you can't get those six minutes back, and you're basically making substitutions accordingly. So those first six minutes are so, so, so valuable. And anyways, that's the end of my... Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologize at all. I've just been like yeah. wanting to jump in. Okay, on sorry. Jump in, Matt. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there is some tantalizing offensive potential with OG, but I think we can all agree that his greatest potential lies in his defense. 
right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, for sure. Uh, and I feel like him going up against starting units, uh, def- like a, a, a stopper type of player is always more valuable going up against the first unit because you're going to have the best Offense, uh, yeah. Offensive players. Totally. Uh, so to have him there uh, elevates his value. And we saw as that well. with Harden. Yep. Big time. It was crazy. And I think, yes, there is more gravity to CJ, but CJ also needs more touches, which t- takes touches away from the four other players on the True. team. Like we were talking about Valanciunas earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, like, OG is just kind of like doing a little bit of what we wanted CJ to do when we signed him in terms of that he is stretching the floor. He's shooting nearly 50% from three. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might be our uh, top percentage three point shooter. It's he, possibly. Yeah. I'd be surprised really? if anyone is he else shooting is shooting 50% from three. Almost. It's like high it, it actually is pretty outrageous. And now, like in the last game, he shot, I think, like three for six or something. Yeah. Um, but the misses he's, he had a pull he's up, having. Actually. Yeah, that was, last game that was fun. I don't, did that go in? Um, yeah, he had a pull up three. Like, wow. it, but anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, like, even the ones that he missed, like they like rimmed in and out. You know, like at the beginning of the year, he would have these three pointers that were like way off, mm-hmm. and like those Siakam are becoming style. less and less. Yes, yeah, he was <laughs> just checking up some Siak. Yes, <laughs> uh, and uh, yes. Yeah, so now, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's uh, more about. And I, I, again, I would just like to go back to like the fact that the second unit has no shooters, mm. um, ex- other than Van, uh, Fred. Van Vliet. Yeah. Uh, and so having that spacing for them and having just someone who's able to create a shot can sometimes be very valuable for those bench units that can crush uh, defensively, but can just be kind of a tire fire a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like two CJ threes and then like some lockdown uh, possessions is just like a really fun five minute. That's all true. Bench stretch. Yeah. Gavin. Counterpoint. Both valid arg- no, arguments. I, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Can you be wise King Solomon here, Gavin? <laughs> I, my, no, I can, be, I can be neither wise nor a king. Um, Damn it. I, uh, I don't know. My, my answer, again, is just going to come from what I like to watch, uh, which would be CJ Miles on the second unit yeah. and OG starting yeah. with Jonas. I want Jonas to start, too. I know I said I want him to trade, and it's probably the best, but with the people we have now, I think I'd still rather see Jonas start just to, just to be big and be 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 a monster in in the mm-hmm. inside, which he still can be. He still yeah. gets some cool offensive rebounds and still screams every once in a while, which yes. is always fun to see. When it, he flexes know. and screams, it makes yeah. me so happy. I know exactly. Uh, uh, but and when he just screams though, because he thinks he got fouled, is is the best. No, it's the best. But yeah, but yeah, um, and again, and just because uh, from what I've seen, uh, OG, and also I don't know. I mean, I. I'm shocked that CJ Miles is shooting almost 50% from three. Um, oh, but like, OG is. OG is shooting 50% from three. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about CJ Miles? You don't know no, I that. think it's okay. less, but his... Yeah. But hey, Matt, still very good. Yeah. Could, My could, mistake. Could we... Oh, sorry. Matt Matt oh. Duncan. Can we pull up our three-point shooting numbers? Sure. Uh, yep. it, it should be on basketball reference somewhere, because I'm kind of curious about that. So, yeah. OG, I would want in the starting lineup just because he's playing so well. The defensive point is a very good point. All the best offensive players are going to be on the first line of the of the other team. And I just I uh, I don't uh, you know really love when like CJ Miles gets the ball like seven feet behind the three point line, just shoots like he, he doesn't even hold it. He just gets it and shoots. His and catch and shoot is so fast. Sometimes it goes in, but so like, fun when it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But and just then it's like counterpoint one to the counterpoint. I think a lot of CJ's three point shots on the second unit are these wild heaves. Mm-hmm. Where I think he'd have a lot more like good luck. Oh my god, first, yeah. CJ's just standing in the corner. Yeah, good people point. are all over DeRozan, mm-hmm. and yeah. especially with DeRozan's like added passing. But again, like uh, to, to everything Matt said too, it, it is a weird thing where OG. It's weird that we got CJ because we got this like idea with CJ, and then yeah. we drafted OG, and, and he's, he's literally just, the wing. I can't that believe he's wanted. on our team. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like he's the wing that everybody in the NBA wants. Yes, 
He's like a just a he's incredible. Like well, I Danny mean, Danny Larue put him in his like top fifteen players under the age of twenty four. Yeah, yeah, totally. And Danny Larue is also not like a he's one of the many like kind of like um, analysts that have like really exploded with like the 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 Steph Curry revolution because he's very analytics driven and stuff and. Yeah, he hasn't been notoriously him, him or Nate Duncan haven't been notoriously friendly to the Raptors, and they literally cannot criticize OG. Like they love the guy so so much. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, he's just so fun Raptor to watch. What, what do you want to know about the three point percentage, Freddie? I want to know what OG's three point percentage is. Oh, okay. Couple other people, I'm curious. I, I want to. Like, who are our top? Yeah, five? who's our yeah. top five? Like, we go back to the top five here. Let's yeah. do it. You got it. We can't it. really count the first one because he's only take yet. Yeah, no, it's uh, JV Hurdle. Oh, right. Oh, is he one for one? He's one for two. 50%. Yeah, let's just say. 50, 40, 90, baby. Um, Yeah, you know, even DeLon, like, if he has some kind of weird good percentage. No, yeah, he's baby. Uh, Anunabi is next with 430. So he's 34. 43. Nice. That's damn solid. Yeah. Yeah. Abaka is next with 402. Okay. And then you've got Valanchunas. Yeah, okay. 400. Yeah, get out of here, JV. Four for 10. Yeah. <laughs> 10 threes on the year for JV is actually way more than I thought he'd Four take. for 10. Yeah. No, but I mean, I, oh, just, just I like didn't think he'd take three. three. Yeah, take ten. Ten. Yeah. Matt said four for 10. You're four right. For You're right, guys. I shouldn't have come back. Uh, Lowry, 392. Still no CJ. Ooh. Mm, you're right. CJ's next, 372. Yeah. That's okay. That's What's tomorrow? If, oh, if you're sure to go than 35%, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, if you're above 35. And he's taking uh, real tough yeah. corners as well. Yeah. He's not just like OG just chills in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. DeMar's, uh, he's number 11 on the team. Okay, so yeah. we'll get to him eventually. That's bad. Uh, but after CJ, Van Vliet, yeah. 338. Oh, really? Oh, dear. I would have thought that's more. a drop. Yeah. Norm, 338. Off real slow. 338, yeah. Norm Powell is 329. Oh, uh, it's starting to get ugly. Yeah. Uh, Bebe has 300. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DeLon uh, has 281. Oh, God, oh, where's no. DeRozan? DeMar. DeRozan has 250. He has oh to stop those half-court heaves. Yeah. Like, he That's doesn't care about... That's killing No, him. I know, yeah. but the He's other game, like he had three of them. <laughs> <laughs> For the other game, he had... Th- yeah, it was like DeRozan, three three-point attempts. And I went back in the game to look, and I was like, where are these? And oh, it was three like, buzzer heaves. Oh, wow. Yeah. But they, ah, uh, oh, man. Siakam why, why is 160. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, You'd rather no. him not take them yeah, to, yeah, to preserve yeah, his sorry. percentage. No, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, Siakam is the worst. Uh, 161. 161. Oh, I think that's a legit point where, yeah. I, nine for 56. You, 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 oh, <laughs> oh nine for 56 yeah. is, oh, God. That's, oh, no. Yeah. That's yeah, not great. That's, uh, in our, so our team average is uh, 350. Wow. That's, that makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. 350 is a solid percentage. That's though. okay, for yeah. For a team that's like not known for having luck. For, for a team that just decided to start shooting yeah. threes yeah. this year, <laughs> basically. DeMar's hit so many twos with his foot on the line, it's infuriating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I was looking at his percentages from two, like from like certain amount, of, and they're all like 90 percentile percentages even like from like 16 feet to yeah. the three point line yeah uh it's like 40 something percent it's incredibly good and then like the three like it must be psychological yeah like it has oh, to be psychological because his form line. looks fine and he's yeah. too good of a worker to not have worked on it you know he well, just and needs to start doing like fi- like shoot the the threes the way he shoots his uh twos he just needs to start doing fades fade away. Yeah. over okay. his like doing, wa- like shooting over people it's yeah. funny you say that because th- there's one th- there's one type of three that I've seen him take a bunch this year that looks good. It's when he is like a pick and half roll. Half court heaves. Yeah, half court. <laughs> it's a pick and roll, and he comes off the like the left side, mm-hmm. 
and it looks like the rest of his shots. Hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, how we doing? Is there take us to the league, Freddie? Oh my God, we're heading yeah, to the NBA. Matt, the can you give me some music for people to uh, stand up and sit down to? Stand up. Sit down. Stand up. <laughs> sit back down. Twirl around on the seat. Yeah. Spinning like a top. <laughs> um, NBA. Okay. So I'm going to start with a little bit of a, a little bit of f- a fun fan question. Um, I will start with you, Kevin. Okay. Um, this year, who is the most uh, exciting NBA player? Who, or just who like it like, doesn't need to be the best or anything like that. Who who do you enjoy who to do watch? I enjoy the watching. Most? Um, Donovan Mitchell's been a blast. Mm. Um, but I think I got to give it to Kyrie. His highlights this year. Hate the Celtics, but man, Kyrie's been just out of this world fun to watch. Cool. Yeah. Uh, dangles, crossovers, impossible layups. Boston wins. Gives give me everything I want. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I don't know, love where, I don't know where that was going. That had such a like rhythm to it that I was like, is this like the start of like a beatnik like yeah. thing? Yeah, Kevin? I slapped like, on slapped on my beret. Like I learned a, a lot at law school. Like a lawyer beatnik thing. Yeah. Um, uh, how about I go to you next, Gavin? Uh, who have you enjoyed the most uh, this ooh, year? What ooh. what single player? Can I give an honorable mention before I give my main? Sure. Name? Yeah, I did. Sure. It's the worst uh, person ever, but he's he's always been my favorite player. Yeah, Raj- laughing Rajon at people Rondo. is an acceptable answer. Rajon Rondo, Rondo. I find uh. to be working with, with Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins is really fun, even though I'm sure he's like the worst <laughs> man that I've ever met. Yes. Uh, yeah. But that's not my answer. That's just a yeah. fun one because I, I knew like everyone would hate it. Rondo's yeah. yeah. Uh, 18 assist game. Yeah, the 18 assist, right? Absurd. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think my answer would be between, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Simmons. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say either him or Embiid, but Simmons yeah. dunked on somebody in Chicago yesterday and he gave him a such a, who was it? Was it Miritich? No, no, it was, um, who's the angry guy who punched Miritich in Portis. the face? Portis. Portis. Yeah. The angry he, guy that punched Yeah. <laughs> he dunked on Portis and he gave him the most like, like, I don't know, just like cheeky smile. Like, like he went <laughs> trick-or-treating and someone's like, just take one and you took 10 <laughs> and you're already 15. And, and, and then they're like, hey. No and costume. Then, and then you look back at them and you're like, hey. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know exactly. Oh, we, we've oh, all yeah. done that. Yeah, you, oh, those, you guys yeah. have done that, right? Those yeah, yeah. psychotic teenagers <laughs> we had. It was, though. It was the way you looked at it, I was like, That's this guy great. is fucking wicked. Sorry. Yeah. So just be, I mean, for obvious reasons, he's what, 6'10"? Yeah. <laughs> he's a monster man. Yeah. But he yeah. like can, pr- I mean, he's, I mean, uh, not that, that he's the first, you know, Kevin Durant, like a lot of people are like that, but sure. he's just so fucking oh, cool man. and unique and His like passing. passing is my favorite thing to watch. So yeah. obviously that included is, is just so much fun to watch. And, and again, maybe this is a, a uh, not allowed in this question, but to see him, the cohesion he has already with Embiid is also really fun. Yeah. yeah. No, not allowed. Sorry. Yeah, not allowed. Um, <laughs> I redact that statement. Yeah, yeah. okay, thanks. They have no cohesion. <laughs> yeah, not allowed. No worries. Um, I, I'm going to go for a weird answer, too. Okay. Yeah. They took Rondo. Uh, but, like, just these, like, sideline cams, you know? Like, Brad Stevens. Just seeing him <laughs> look at that. Like, you know, the, the board is writing great plays. For sure. You never hair. know what's uh, the suits. He yeah, keeps holding up that sign that says, I hate Freddie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. his haircut <laughs> is never changing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that what you wanted a coach? Is like, I ever evolved? Evolve the hairstyle. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't hurt, you know. Like, uh, okay, so like real answers. Um, I, 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 this is like the the most like uh, I love going super deep on shit, but like I love uh, I just love watching LeBron. I love yeah. watching. Yeah. Totally. 
Young, like, especially this year. Yeah. LeBron is, is an acceptable answer. Oh, yeah. He's man. fucking wicked. Yeah. He's just like bulked up and he wears these like high socks so his legs look even bigger too. So yeah. just like watching. He's like, shooting like 40% from three. Yeah, it's his yeah. best shooting year and he's, his free throws have gone up it's too. Ridiculous. Yeah. He's crushing it. And as the league typically is just going smaller and smaller, he's just getting like he just appears bigger and bigger. And watching him just drive down the lane, it's just so impossible to stop. Like, yeah. He literally will make. Literally, I hate using that word. He <laughs> just makes people look like G League uh, yeah. players. Oh my god, all the totally. Time. Yeah. Like, the, the other day, Brooke Lopez just like got out of the way. <laughs> his whole team yeah. like shrugged. Like Brooke Lopez, his whole team shrugged at him. Like, why didn't you try to stop him? And he and literally just like, like, I'm Brooke Lopez. Stood aside. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. like, I'm writing a comic book with my brother, <laughs> and he does the drawings. So that's where my head's at. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of a good denouement to our opening issue. I, I can't. I can't block this dunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and he's LeBron's so dialed in right now too. It's like yeah. it's we're getting some playoff LeBron in the early oh, regular yeah. really season. Tournament. I can tell that he's cool. just like like Kyrie is getting so much love, and he's just like, yes, no, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the best. Ah, he just yeah. hates it so yeah. much. It's great. Watching people on when they're in like a, a smoting type of attitude so is fun. really really fun. Yeah. Uh, Giannis too. Matt Matt Duncan, do you got a? I've got a bit of a, a deep cut here. I don't yeah, know yeah. if anyone's going to talk about. I saw, but, I saw your yeah. eyebrows popping um, over there. Uh, there's the other Simmons in Orlando, Jonathan Simmons. Oh, oh, Johnny Boy. Oh, he's, he's been having actually the other Simmons. He has yes. been great. Sim. Yeah. And he, he's, he's almost like a, tripled his uh, points average this year, and mm-hmm. uh, you know he's throwing the three. And it's too bad Orlando's a disaster because they yeah. had such a fun start. They keep and, having moments, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. and Aaron Gordon keeps looking like he's like maybe gonna be maybe. a superstar in like a in like a couple of games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. every time it's perpetually a couple of games. Yeah, I loved it when everyone was just harping on the raps at the beginning of the year, and the, the narrative was like, why can't we be more like Orlando? <laughs> oh, it's so like, good. It's six games. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just wait, like literally. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Half of a week. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm also um, like an enormous fan of Alfred Payton. Oh yeah, yeah. any alone. of those players like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that can't shoot and still are Stevens able to be effective. Level hair. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I'm kind of like have this like tie between anyone who looks very very long, and and their length bothers other people. Oh, you're going to love So Bumble so like Slenderman? Yeah, anyone who's got a Slenderman feel? Yeah. No, all jokes aside, obviously Giannis I love. Um I kind of like love Harden because I feel like a lot of people don't mm-hmm. or he pisses a lot of people off. So I guess maybe the like the the defiant there's no contrarian in yeah, you, Freddie. <laughs> yeah, the, the contrarian in me is like, I love Harden. Everybody hates like him. watching Harden games, though. They just spot Well, yeah, because he just throws. always makes a perfect pass and always hits threes. And it seems like he's like, he's not like full queen on a chessboard like LeBron, mm. but he's kind of like that on offense. Mm. Right, right. And it seems like no, I don't know. It's like him and D'Antoni and, and now with Paul, they've kind of just like, are I don't know if they're a legitimate threat to uh, Golden State. We're actually gonna, we're going to touch they on that in that a second. Way, but but yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go for like a three way tie or four way tie between like Chris Stapps and Bead oh, Giannis, Chris and I Dapps. also love watching uh, Ingram. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, oh yeah, he's that guy's so long. freaking he's long. long. Yeah. That when he budget. drives. I just love when driving, you can tell the person's like getting prepared to block. Yeah. And the person's like already finger rolled it. In the, <laughs> yeah. Or even Siakam on our team. Yeah. When Siakam's he runs so down the court, like if he ever gets like a lob and is around the free throw line, it's like one step to a dunk. 
Has anyone or, mentioned Giannis on this? What's that? Yes. Yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you mentioned yeah, Giannis. It's yeah. like, yeah. yeah, like no team has a real answer for him yet. Yeah. And that's fun to watch. Even Ben Simmons is a bit of a length thing too. Because yeah. he's like, mm-hmm. he's kind of like a 6'10 Rondo. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think um, that's an insult to Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's an insult to Simmons. But it's like it's, has, it's true, but it's like it's yeah. He's like, like he can't shoot, but when you're that big and athletic, yeah, you kind of just matter. Yeah, you can just do whatever. Um, okay, moving on here. Um, let's talk about uh, any and all of your thoughts on Oklahoma City, Matt. Oh, okay. I love that we don't know what the questions are going to be. Yeah. So it's just like, like oh, God. <laughs> Oklahoma City, Matt. Yeah, I know. Uh, I actually saved it right to the end there. Yeah, I know. And at that time, I even like looked around at other people. <laughs> so they didn't know who was going to get yeah. the question. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, this is how you run a podcast. Yes. Uh, Everyone on edge. <laughs> um, great. Uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just like the same problem that you see with a lot of super teams uh, when they get together is that, um, I mean... I don't know. I haven't like uh, this is a. Weird. How about this? Are, are yeah. people overreacting to their like 500 record, or are uh, you like, hey man, give them the whole year? It depends what your original assessment of the team is going to be, because there were definitely yes. people who thought that OKC was going to maybe challenge uh, Golden State in right. terms of like record at the end of the year, uh, and that seemed very unfair. Patrick Patterson's gotten a lot healthier uh, over the year so far, and yeah. he was very uh, either completely out of the game or very injured at the very beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. So having him uh, there to space the floor uh, and uh, just do like kind of uh, pit pat things um, yeah. really helps out. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know if maybe, I mean, you look at every single player who's left OKC in the past year and not playing with Westbrook has really opened it's pretty it up. Pretty crazy. Uh, Cantor, uh, Oladipo is the, the most obvious uh, one. Uh, Sabonis is maybe Sabonis those. for Sabonis, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone who's left that team has gone better. People usually when they go to play with uh, Durant, even uh, yeah. efficiency wise, yeah. um, joy wise has uh, gone up a ton. Joy, uh, joy, joy <laughs> no, it's wise. so true. <laughs> it's very true. And like I love sorry. Westbrook, but he's so mad. I have a I, I have a kind of a Westbrook point. When you're done, Matt. Uh I'm done. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, I think I'm I'm either lifting this from the uh, uh, SI podcast with Ben Golliver and Andrew Sharp, or the uh, knock or the um, Dunked On podcast with Nate Duncan. Were you about to say and, Knocked Up podcast? Yeah, it was the Knocked Up podcast with, from the movie Knocked Up. <laughs> still run a pod about Thanks it. Thanks for plugging my um, pod. Uh, <laughs> just rewatch it. Just Judd Apatow. S- yeah, um, we're talking about scene eight again uh, <laughs> when they walk into the coffee shop. It's oh my god, Rogan the mushrooms camping. in Vegas scene. I mean, they really Whoa. do get knocked up. Um, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Uh, no, but uh, I, I'm assuming you guys didn't listen to that podcast, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the question like whoever asked it asked it um how many screen assists oh thank you matt everyone gets to take a guess Mm. how many screen assists meaning you set a screen on a player and um the the person guarding them scores or it leads to a score did russ westbrook set last year and how many did steph curry set last year just a wild guess i know no one's really gonna know we'll start with you gavin oh great yeah how many how many did russbrook uh, or russbrook how many did russell westbrook set Set, not use set how many did he set how many did you say how many you're trying to make me make it obvious how uh selfish he is or not selfish yeah i'm sure i don't know like it's a bit of a leading question 11 (laughs) like very few and what about curry 30 
Okay. I have no idea. Matt? Um, I'm going to go pr- Price is Right rules, or how are we playing this? No, however you want rules. One more than him yeah. on each one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like 11 was a pretty good guess. Um, I'll go with less than that, though. I'll go with seven. Okay. Um, and for Curry, um, I'm going to go with 100. Wow. Okay. Um, Kevin? Yeah, I'm going to go... Uh, did Curry miss injury time last year? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't think he and missed like, substantial time. Yeah, not maybe substantial bit, time. Maybe a bit. Um, he, so. he did, but he was screening a bunch of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just Doctors, on the street. Doctors, nurses, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, Westbrook, I'm going to say, like, I don't know, 20. And Curry, like, 160. I have no basis for this. Oh, I, yeah. I don't I know. I'm going to say Curry probably set and, two again. And I'm not smart because I didn't have any basis for it either. Yeah. I just literally listened to a podcast and yeah. found it to be a telling stat. Yeah. So, I would love it if you don't know the answer. <laughs> yeah. So, honestly, if, uh, just look up Great the answer. Great guesses, when fellas, guys. <laughs> when you fellas go home, look up the answer and call me because I actually want to know. You know what I mean? Um, so, Steph Curry last year set 100. That's really? Nice. Yes. Wow. Wow. Uh, Russell Westbrook set zero. Wow. So he didn't screen one That's player that led to a score all of last year and won the MVP last that year. That is wow. not a good stat um, for basketball. Yeah. He, That's I mean, very bad. As, as we get further and further away, it's incredible. And he set one this year. He's also set one screen. <laughs> Playing with Paul George and Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. He set one. Yes. He's show. also set one screen for Carmelo, period, all year so far. Um, it's not good. So I think it just goes to show that when the, when Russell doesn't have the ball, well, when he has the ball, he's inefficient. When he doesn't have the ball, he literally is a nothing. He's not helping anyone and, else. Yeah. And oh, I wow, think that, insane. like, we don't need to harp on it last year, but, like, it's, it's, it's turning into, like, it was a big narrative thing yeah. last year, obviously, and that's what the MVP award is. But the further and further we get away from him winning over Harden, it's pretty. It's getting into travesty territory. It's getting like into he, a little Malone territory. It's yeah. like he, he really also should not have won over Kawhi or LeBron. Mm. Like if you, the more and more you look at it, I Ru- Russ Kawhi is closer to, to like the fifth or sixth best player last year. Mm. Um, well, anyway, he really, anyways, that's he a, averaged a triple double in the stats that we quantify all mm-hmm. the time. Yep, so yeah, that'll do it. Literally. Um, Okay. Could you imagine if someone won the MVP without getting a single rebound the entire year? <laughs> totally. It's averaged totally. 80 points, though. <laughs> His screen assists. Um, okay. I, I, I obviously derailed the crap out of us. What do you think about Oklahoma City? Have you watched them at all? Oh, yeah. Can I give, can I yes, give an answer Gavin? that doesn't have to do, or it does have to do with basketball? Okay. I found it. I have a phone, a picture on my phone. Yeah. I find it ludicrous that they do a stadium-wide prayer at the beginning of every oh single my game. God. Did you know this? Oh, nope. Yeah. That's that, sad I, and scary. I turned yeah. on the TV and there is a man as though he's about to sing the national anthem, and he just starts into a prayer and pans the audience. And what anyway, kind of do they have prayer? Bibles behind? I don't know. Religious, religious, like, religious, <laughs> religious prayer? prayer. Yeah, like that's uh, pretty wild. Anyway, so I thought that was insane. Um, but in terms of actual basketball, I don't know. I'm again. I, I don't. I don't. I don't love the idea of a super team in general because uh, right. I think. I don't know. I'm like I'm the kind of guy that like when I play NBA 2K, I always want to play with the worst team. You know, I yeah. always want to play with like the t- like the the ragtags, like the misfits, yeah. right? Underdogs so I, are fun. I'm not a fan of 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 super teams in general. That being said, I didn't think that they were going to be amazing. Like I didn't think that they were going to be like a hundred, like two hundred percent better than when they were without George and Carmelo. Right. Uh, I guess like I, I I guess I don't really know quite as much, but. 
I don't know. I feel like anyone play, plays with Raspoke is going to be frustrated and have a hard time. And yes. even though even though Carmelo is just a scorer, and I guess like he can just pick up any pass that Westbrook gives him and get a good shot, right. which I guess was the intention. Mm-hmm. And then you put Paul George with him, who's like. I don't know, LeBron light almost. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's going to be fun to watch, but I, I don't have that much fun watching them. And I, I don't know. I guess I don't like them as a team as a whole. That's my answer. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, I think I think if you're building a super team, you got to really look at what, like, who's on it. Because it's still, like, the, the trade for Mello at the time I thought was not a good idea. Like, hmm. Mello and Westbrook on the same team they would have to like both change their games in ways that they never had. Mello was okay. Uh, Mello's obviously Olympic. Mello is like a thing of legend, and Mello thing of what eight years ago, yes. nine years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Um, and you know, Mello playing with Chauncey, it was like he found his role with a solid leader and point guard. But as we've discussed, that's not Westbrook. And Paul George, I think Paul George and Westbrook would have been a lot of fun if they had managed to get just some shooters and like something like that. I feel like it would have worked better than their big three. Um, but mm-hmm. I think I think there was nothing. Once Durant left, I think there was nothing that was really gonna bring OKC back into relevance. I don't think. If you if they uh, keep what? playing like this and end the season like this, what what percentage do you think George leaves? Oh, hundred. Hundred percent. I, I think sure? it's. I think I, it's pretty close to hundred anyway. Or already, do you think he's made that? Yeah, choice? I think uh, if they keep playing, like if they don't improve a little bit, I think the the chances even increase of um, George getting dealt for the deadline. Oh uh, yeah, at the deadline because oh, yeah. if OKC like Presti is a GM who has never been known for not having like an itchy trigger finger. Right. He like traded Harden like a year before he had to. Mm-hmm. He's been very he traded Ibaka when he, when he realized yeah, Ibaka was last year he acquired George and Mello. Like, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, he he definitely for a small market, he's the guy that the NBA wants for a small market like GM because he's really aggressive. Yeah. Um for me, I think that the fact that OKC has such a strong defense is kind of a good indicator going forward that things will be all right. But touching on Matt's point, your expectation of how good OK, or actually Gavin too, like uh, your expectation of how good OKC was going to be kind of influences that. I I don't know if I ever thought that they could challenge Golden State, but mm. I think that if they can get to that four or five um, or six spot and avoid Houston or Golden State in the first round. Yeah, maybe eventually. And I think then, they will. Yeah, then maybe, you know, who knows what you're going to see from Paul George in the playoffs yeah, or, I think or Paul will George they have is... a, a shooter step up or, you, yeah. you know, like Patterson or whatever. Robertson. <laughs> Robertson, yeah, exactly. No, or um, like Westbrook decides to stand uh, with his shoulder to the basket for once and sees what happens. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe they go up to two prayers before the game. Yeah, yeah maybe it's a prayer know. quota yeah, yeah, yeah. deal. They go to the prayer um, thing. The last, the I, I stopped being a Leafs fan. Uh, I used to kind of like the Leafs a little bit. I used yeah. to watch a little bit of hockey, and then I like one ticket to a lower bowl Leafs game. And I wore my uh, my Leafs jersey with my brother. We went down. I was probably like 20 or something at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just nothing but suits all around me. And all they said was, uh, shoot. 
Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Shoot the puck. It was a really bad, boring game. Yeah. Uh, they had some merit in it, but it was also just an insane thing to scream at a team all the that time. That is very uh, like, yeah. shoot. Uh, to get to the, the prayer thing, they had this guy who was like, the Leafs poet. And he came out and he was just like, <laughs> what? Yeah. what? We got it, guys, you should have told us about like your inside knowledge of like poetry and prayers yes. in how they relate to sport. <laughs> and the poems were so bad, too. It's what? like, we always know that they're here to fight when we come and watch <laughs> the blue and white. <laughs> and people are like, yes, yes, true. We yeah, love the blue Canada and white. Canada does suck. Wild, and I was just like, this is the lamest shit ever. And I stopped <sighs> being a hockey fan. Oh, God. That is so, so amazing. Incredible. And I imagine those like old, old, yes. old white yeah. Gross, uh, like Leafs fan gross. men who are like, who are like who are like loving this poem. Yeah, <laughs> they're they like, just, yes, they this is still apps poem. would have been all over this. this. The only I, way poem is ex- poetry is they, acceptable. People weren't super into the poem. <laughs> I, I do have to clarify that. Like, no one was going wild for the poem. <laughs> well, that's a relief. Okay. Be- before we move on from OKC, can yes. I say something super yes, quick? Yes. Uh, very relevant uh, and and selfish. Uh, do you remember last year uh, when OKC came to Toronto and Westbrook had that amazing baseball yes. pass pass? I was across I was the at thing? that game. I was at that game too. What? And you can see me in the in the in the video of it. Oh my god! Whoa! I was very very lucky to have uh, gotten through a series of connections. Uh, like seats next Ooh. to the the bench, like prayer based wow. connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was the one that gave the prayer in OKC, so they gave me tickets oh, for this time. guy's all right. Yeah. But um, so you can see me like freak out when the pass goes through under oh the my net. God. And also, it meant that I was sitting two seats away from Westbrook when he was benched. So when he was benched, this guy's like, I mean, I guess you expect this from athletes, but like. He was screaming the whole time at Norman Powell. Just wouldn't stop yelling at Norm. <laughs> this is also during a stretch when Norm was playing really, really well. You yeah. know he loves Norm, buddies, right? Yeah. Does he? Oh, yeah. yeah he they was, train in the summer. Okay, well, he was screaming what at was Norm. He, screaming he was at? screaming like, nope, nope. Anytime he'd take a shot, <laughs> nope, he's on our team. Nope, nope, nope. Put me in, coach, put me in. He wouldn't. He was like, why am I not in? Really wanted wow. to be in. So. Russ oh. does seem like a freaking maniac, yeah, which yeah. I love. Terrible nope, thing to have nope. to deal with for a decade. No wonder <laughs> yeah. Durant took off. I know. Oh God, yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Russ gets enough flack for Durant. For, no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm the first one to point it out. <laughs> Hot take. Um, but okay, so okay, just before we move on, I gotta I gotta add to freaking Gavin's story because when Lowry had his career high, I believe it's his last year. We beat um, Cleveland on a uh, not a buzzer beater, but it was a game winning shot yeah. by Lowry. Yeah, and it was his. 44th bucket or 40, 42 points or whatever. But when he hits the bucket, you can see me celebrating um, in the, and I'm, I'm in the shot, me and Alice Moran, because she took awesome. me to the game <laughs> and she had connections. Uh, I think like lawyer connections. So, Kev. I'm getting on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> We're work making on that. jokes, but this is my entire yeah. long term plan. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's really cool. It's very cool. I tried to figure out like how to do something with it, and then I don't know how to do anything with video or, or like editing or anything. <laughs> and I tried for like a half hour, and then it made me feel sad about myself. Uh, so I stopped. Yeah. It was all a net negative the whole it, experience. It was. It was a bit. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. yeah. Well, my big uh, fan thing, I went to an Argos game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the boat. And uh, I was like drinking this beer and I decided to just walk down to the very front of the, uh, it was pretty empty, of the dome. And as I'm walking down the stairs, uh, this giant pass goes by. The res- I'm Kristen uh, res- Shilton at the Air Canada Center oh. in Toronto. <laughs> hey, Kristen. Wait, is, is that like a video Damn telling it. us their story? <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just checking out the leaf score. Sorry, guys. Oh, <laughs> oh the good old hockey game. Oh, home got you so jacked. Good old hockey. Matt wept. Hundred years, baby. Anyways, I don't. I'm. I'm even bored by the story. Let's move on. Okay, fair enough. Check it out at bowdaddy.com. Yeah. Okay, so. Looking for kind of like a yes or no answer type thing, but I'm going to give you a bit of a meandering question. Um, <laughs> so wait, you get to go on. <laughs> you better believe it. Um, Houston, Houston Rockets. So uh, Chris Paul is back. He's playing wonderfully. Um, they have the best PR uh, that any team has ever had right now, which what means um, I don't know. So mm. sorry. Literally just repeating something I heard, um, but they but, uh, but what I heard was that uh, their PER right now is better than any of the Warriors teams we've seen in the last four years. Okay, and the Warriors teams have had all like generally the best PERs. I think Cleveland's been in there as well. Yeah, um, like, like maybe like two years ago or something. Can you explain that quick? What's PER? So it's basically like the amount of points you're going to put up. Um, sorry, it's not points per possession, yeah, but it's the points that you're expected to put up by the way you're playing throughout the game. Okay, so the right explanation or, yeah. for P, P no, from yeah, what I understand, PER is like a combination of uh, points, rebounds, assists, uh, steals, blocks, turnovers, uh, shooting percentages, uh, combined into like one. Uh, number uh, 15 being the oh, league okay. average yeah. um, elite players would be over 20 uh, like like ultra elite like uh, Steph Curry in his prime or like in his best season had like a 33 uh, right PER. Um, a really bad one would be like uh, oh, I saw a really bad one recently anyways bad ones are like in the single digits yeah right okay that's that's that was a, a great description but so it's basically quantifying as many stats as you possibly can it's like it's like a, a, the most advanced or some of the most advanced one of the more thorough stats, analytics yeah. we have for like the mainstream. It's a really audience. easy way to just take how good is a player and put it into a number. Yes. Uh, it doesn't take into account defense that's not steals or blocks, and it doesn't take into account so like the uh, uh, spacing the floor as well yes. with three pointers. And it also really overvalues rebounds. Like Valanciunas is always at like twenty two. He's oh. always like viewed as a very right. High uh, mm. player. It's a, it's a it's an older stat that John Hollinger introduced, but since he uh, got like hired, it's, it's been improved upon. I'm sure. Uh, I don't think it really has been because Hollinger was kind of like the person in charge of that stat oh, and yes. has since got hired uh, by the Grizzlies like seven or eight years ago. So it hasn't really been touched. And he's like, then. hey, I'm just going to take all my advanced analytics and uh, be the worst drafter the Grizzlies <laughs> yeah. have ever seen and yeah. destroy the franchise from the inside. Which out. maybe shows that PR yeah. wasn't. Anyways, it, yeah. it is a useful stat, but it, it does have its flaws right. like most stats. Do. I have so, all I have all the per stats. If you want to know anyone's per number, okay. No, but the the, the whole point of what I'm making. Sorry, Matt. Go on, ask me. You off. <laughs> no. Yes. The the whole point of what I'm saying is, uh, uh, they look fantastic. They project fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess similar to the Raptors, they've struggled in the playoffs. So there's this weird thing where we don't know how to rate them. But I want to ask you guys if you think. Like when when can we acknowledge that they'll be a legitimate threat to Golden State? Like what do they need to do in the regular season? Do they need to like approach seventy wins, or you know what I mean? Because right now they're outplaying Golden State. They're outplaying the entire NBA except and, for the Raptors. Yeah. Woo! But um, <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of a, I, I don't know. Is, is it because they've struggled in the playoffs that we just can't say? That they're a contender, or like, how does that how does that work? G- Gavin, I'll start with you. Do you do, basically, 
the yeah, the reason it was a meandering question is because there's so many factors. But what does your gut tell you? Does your, does your gut tell you like, no, this team's not a threat to I, Golden State? I would say that they're a threat, but not ultimately wouldn't be able to to beat them. I would say that they can be considered a threat, like I, like, like two like, games in a series threat. Maybe or? maybe I, I think I think that they. I guess what I'm trying to say is I think they have the ability, and it's possible, but it won't happen. Okay, so I think they can be a threat, and I suppose that means that they are. A threat, yeah. if they can be, it means they That's are. That's kind of where um, I am. But I don't think it'll happen for some reason. I don't really have a great explanation as to why. No, Maybe it's because of lack of playoff ideas. Maybe it's because Chris Paul and James Harden just started playing together. I don't know. Maybe we're still early in the season. I'm not well, sure. It, but And it does seem like Golden State also is like has this mega switch they can turn on. They beat Cleveland you know, fairly easily mm-hmm. in the finals last year. So Does anybody know how many times Houston and Golden State have played this year? Is it one, once? And once, Houston won. And Houston won on the opening day. But it was opening day, right? Yeah. So I want to see some more of those, I'd too. Love, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for those. Matt, Matt, how are you feeling about Houston? Is it, yeah, like, where? what's your temperature reading on them, I guess? So, I mean, uh, Houston's, like, for sure the highest variance team in the league as well. Uh, they take the most threes by a significant amount. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, like, that high variance, it's possible, for sure. Uh, Daryl Morey, the architect of the Houston Rockets, uh, advocates for a one- game playoff series format in the NBA. Like, of course like he does. Madness. He does yeah. Uh, yeah, because it would super benefit That's so yeah. boring. What, one game? Oh, are you? it would make every series completely must-watch. I'm actually on board with one game but series. But I love the play. I love many games. Like, what about scouting? I love scouting, even though it sucks for the Raptors. You just got to, <laughs> like, if, if, if it was one game going into the playoffs, any team could win. Yeah, any team totally. could win the. T- Including I, I find- the most boring, crappy team. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte Bobcats, your <laughs> NBA champions. Imagine Canada gets oh hot God. for a week. <laughs> uh, but even if you look at the NCAA, like usually a very good team ends up winning. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tournament, and I'm sure it would probably still be Golden State if it was a one game thing. It would just make. Uh, anyways, whatever. This is the most sidetracked thing. Yeah, yeah. Fair um, but uh, yeah, so I think there's a. I think they have a, a shot at it. But uh, of course, like Golden State's. Uh, I think the difference between the, uh, the the difference between the two teams might be the defense uh, in terms of the fact that Golden State's one of the best defenses as well in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, like they're not trying very hard this no they're yeah. not they're and like not. yeah they've had a bunch of injuries and they keep like resting players and mm-hmm. yes chris paul was out for a substantial amount of time but it does seem like houston i don't know like yeah they, they don't have anything to fall back on in the way that golden state does like golden yeah. state's like we lost one game in the playoffs last year and we're just haven't really struggled yeah. Antony is also running his players into the ground to a yeah. That's a I, yeah. I heard that on a podcast and they were they were because everyone's talking about how Thibodeau's doing that. That's a wicked point because D'Antoni also does that and yeah. doesn't get any flack for it. And I'm a huge D'Antoni fan, mm-hmm. so man, me, maybe with my coaches, <laughs> I need to because... square up reality or some or some <laughs> shit because I love D'Antoni and yeah. I'm like willing to overlook that. But, but I should... Stevens rests his players perfectly. It's one of the best you're doing it. Uh, <laughs> Kevin? Uh, yeah, I, I think actually the Houston playoff troubles narrative is pretty overblown because right. they had, I mean, they lost to Portland in the opening round on like that Dame on the Dame shot, but that was also like their first year of being good again. Mm-hmm. Um, the amazing comeback where they beat the Clippers. That's like that. That was a conference finals run. You know, that's yeah. like that's a good playoff run. Yeah. Then they've had a couple weird injury years, and yeah. then there was Manu Ginobili just like. Then there was last year where the Spurs beat them, and like you know, mm-hmm. that what was a bad do? one. Yeah. Uh, Manu 
almost ruined James Harden's career, whole career. That block. Uh, that block is one of my favorite things. The fact that Manu has two game winners this year is a bit of a sidebar, I but man, I love him. Maybe Manny is my number one highlights guy. <laughs> yeah. Now, honestly, I, I go to the free Dawkins. I don't know if you guys know that. Uh, yeah. Like highlight is the best. It's, it's just, awesome. It's run yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Um, what is it, a website ne- for basketball highlights? That's this uh, YouTube channel. Uh, it's on Dawkins. Instagram, too. I was on Instagram as well. Okay, okay great. good to know. Um, just like there's never any music. It's always yeah. like you get the play context. He puts enough time before and after. Because so I have like to just go watch the NBA plays of the day. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. I'll, play, I'll send you the link. Your life's, your life's about to change. The play context is everything. Yeah. And soccer highlights have always understood this. Yeah. And I feel like basketball, like with the condensed games, they understand it a bit more. Yeah, you don't want to mm-hmm. see someone rising for the dunk yeah. after they had like crossed over two yeah, people. Yeah. To, like, totally. How did they get yeah. the dunk to happen? Yes. Yes. You like, need to see the prayer in order for the yes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, let's tie up all the jokes. <laughs> uh, let's work Brad Stevens in there somehow. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, anytime I see Ginobili pop up there, I'm like, ooh, rubbing my hands together. I can't yeah. wait to watch some old man uh, He's fucking do great. some weird thing to yeah. score. By all accounts, very nice, too. Try just appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Smack uh, the bat out of the air. Come history on, to kill a bat during a game. Smack yes. the goddamn bat yeah. out of the air. <laughs> Swatted um, it. Got okay. bat bit him. Um, Last, oh, did I hit you up, Kevin? Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I think Houston uh, absolutely can be a threat to Golden State, but I think Golden State probably still wins. Right. Yeah. I'd go 85% Golden State yeah. series for them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe I would, I'd be 70. I'd do, I'd do like 60% Golden State. Wow. I know. That's a real toss-up. Well, I, I, I'm at the point now where I think if they have a series... Um, I'd be pretty comfortable saying Houston can win two games. Yeah, I'd you say. should mm-hmm. bet on that series then, because I can bet you the, bet on like a yeah, I'm sure I can. You can bet, bet on whatever on you six, want. Six game series, <laughs> but I thought all the like all the intricate bets are you got to be in like Vegas. You just got to call because they're having I that think. big Supreme Court thing up. where you can or the, uh, Mississippi and one other place is going to be like Vegas if they pass it. <laughs> Mississippi's going to be Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take some work. Mississippi, no, baby. Like they're they're, they're going to allow like basically like a wild betting town to yeah. emerge in somewhere else. Wow, well, they should. Cool. I mean, what else do we know Mississippi for? Yeah, yeah exactly. Aces. That river. We, we need another wild betting town. Um, okay, here we go. Last NBA question. Uh, maybe, Kevin, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, who is uh, going to finish fourth in the East and the West? I guess sorry, I should say, assuming the East is... Boston, Cleveland, and Toronto, assuming mm-hmm. the West is San Antonio, Houston, and Golden State. Mm-hmm. Who are the respective fourth-place teams? Oh, my God. Oh, like man. No, I don't. Gavin's trying to think of one. That's oh. why. Oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Gavin, I'll go to you last. Gavin's panicking. Yeah. Um, Prayer style. In the East, I'm going to give it to the Wizzies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to... They're gonna, even their keel out and cruise right on into that fourth spot, I think. Well, you said that in a really uh, cool way. I say a lot of things in a cool way, man. Hang out with me. Even their, <laughs> even their keel out. Rad fucking bastard on this part. Like um, Clyde uh, Frazier over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just trying to think of a Clydeism, and I totally dropped the ball. Yeah. God damn it. Um, in the West, bit tougher. Um, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say OKC maybe figures it out, gets into that fourth spot. Wow, that's a, that's quite a climb you're predicting there oh. for both teams, actually. Yeah. Oh, the Washington last. Washington uh, East is um, tighter. He's currently in the fourth. Uh, Matt, could you look that up? Minnesota. Oh, in the yeah, east, so. they were. Oh, in the east. Uh, we've got uh, Detroit. No. 
Detroit. Detroit, Detroit right? yeah. yeah. I was um, thinking Mini for that fourth spot, but I also think that like everyone's going to get hurt in Mini. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mr. McCready, what do you think? Great. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, I, I, I wish I could just disagree with Freddie. Um, I mean, I guess the Bucks are possible, but yeah. I just don't trust kids coaching. It's been so whack this year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, the Wizards. Um, nice. uh, 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 spelling and telling all the way to the fourth seed. There it oh, is. There you go. That yeah, makes sense. Sounds like <laughs> They're it, telling their way to the fourth seed. <laughs> just ignore the fact that makes no sense. It does rhyme. Um, don't be superstitious because that layup was delicious. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and it, it ties into the magic thing, too. That's yeah. great. Um, the Magic Wizards. Okay, so uh, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, I okay. would go with number four. Right? Just yeah. because, like, fucking uh, Thibodeau's going to play those guys 40 minutes a game. He's yeah. going to drive them in the ground. Oh, he's going to break get, their backs. Yeah, going to break their backs all the way into the fourth seat, and then they're, yeah. they're going to die. Yeah, and then they're going right. to die. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, so I think Minnesota. Um, uh, Mr. Gavin. Okay, Pons? I think I'm probably going to have a similar answer. Do you mind reading four through eight for both both leagues? Yep, sure. So right now we've got, uh, in the east, we got Detroit four. Indiana five, Milwaukee six, Washington seven. Oh, Gavin's like the guy in the spelling bees. Nick keep asking me questions. <laughs> Knicks are um, eight. Can you Knicks give me? Uh, can you give me the home record? Knicks are eight. The... Knicks are eight. Okay. And then in the West, we've got Minnesota, Portland, Denver, New Orleans, and OKC is an eight. Uh, in the East, I want to say Milwaukee. All right, mm. I'll say Milwaukee. Um, and they just got Bledsoe. That's a, that's a fun, fun time over there. Uh, and in the West, oh Lord. You know what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, we're not going to go that crazy. Uh, in the West, we'll say, um, who's sorry, who's four right now? Four is Minnesota. Yeah, we'll say Minnesota. Minnesota and, and, uh, and Milwaukee. Um, I was going to say New Orleans, Mr. but that's Matt, more for fun. Mr. <laughs> Matt Duncan, did you want to? Jump in on this? Sure. You want me to tell you? Yeah. I'll tell you who the hell it is. <laughs> Spell um, and tell us. <laughs> wow, this guy's angry. That's Matt, why we don't Sharpening ask his knife. <laughs> in, the, uh, in the Eastern Conference, I would like to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I think the, the Bucks. Yeah. I, I do think the Bucks too, yeah. I think that with Giannis, you know, he's having such a great season. Mm-hmm. He has the highest pair. Number, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. um, and pear. they're, they're <laughs> pear. yeah, legs, Paris, He's gonna roll that right into fourth, uh, but I, I think it'll also be a case of, um, like you're saying about Minnesota, I think he'll be a bit burnt out by the first round, mm-hmm. like okay, okay. Uh, second, uh, in the west, I think uh, San Antonio is gonna drop. Whoa, Ooh. that's what's gonna happen there. That- Got to get in his barbs oh, towards San Kawhi's, Antonio, yeah. Kawhi's so, who, so okay, then who rises to third? Who rises to third? Uh, easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't have a backup Min- for that. Minnesota, no, Minnesota. Minnesota? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. all right. That's not, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think happen. those six happen. teams, uh, the Spurs <laughs> are most likely to drop out of the top three. I think so, because like, it does seem like... Um, They're only three, one, three wins back of San Antonio right now. Minnesota. Yeah, and, and San Antonio is, is defying everything yet again. Yep. You know, Popovich is, is, is amazing, and they're, yeah, I don't know, they're coaching... A, yeah. Tired old oh. <laughs> squad to I don't know. Yeah. Um and they just got Kawhi back. So yeah. but uh who cares? I'm oh wow, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Holy um shit. hate Spurs. That's a pretty big deal that they got Kawhi back. Uh no worries, Matt. Um I'm just watching Rudy Gay. That's the only player I'm watching. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'll start with the West. Um, just to mix the things up a little bit. most player on the team. <laughs> yeah. Rudy Gay? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's been playing great. He's yeah, gonna he's win most improved player this year. Oh yeah. Guys a pop. 
Can you win most improved player if you <laughs> are having your, your season? best season <laughs> yeah. probably statistically out of any season? Um, okay, check this out. In the West, um, I think uh, they suffered some serious injuries, but uh, he's going to come back just in time to, uh, <laughs> to, to make them uh, climb all the way to fourth. Uh, Denver Nuggets. Wow. I really like watching them play. Oh, yeah. I Jokic. think Mike Malone is a fantastic coach. Mm-hmm. How's Millsap doing? Um, Millsap's uh, still he's out. Hurt, for, yeah. He's still out till till after the uh, All-Star break. Wow. He broke, he broke yeah. his wrist. So, But they've been okay without him. And mm. they were okay, actually, without Jokic and Millsap for a month. Um, yeah, but they're going to have to be better than okay. They are going to have. But I think they're in six right OKC. now. And I think nice. we're also in a nice. weird. Thank you. That was good. That was good. <laughs> um, we're also in a weird place where the West isn't what it used to be. Where after third, it's pretty pedestrian, yeah, pretty the Clippers average. Clippers are gone. Yeah, Clippers and Memphis are totally disappeared, and the West just isn't that hard to get into. Like if the Raptors were in the West, I think they would comfortably, comfortably be in fourth or third. Mm. Um, and still, yeah. though, I like the bottom of the West better than the bottom of the East. I I, yeah. I think like the Pelicans are a better team than the Knicks. Yeah. I'd yeah, much yeah, rather. Yeah, call oh, you mean like the seven, eight, nine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'd say that's probably pretty fair. Like the Pelicans. I mean, like, even looking at the like fourth is Detroit right now. I definitely would rather play Detroit in a playoff series than Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's fair. Or Milwaukee again. But I think Milwaukee. Top of the West Mil- is better. Too. I think Milwaukee is better than. <laughs> I would say Milwaukee is better than Washington. Than than four <laughs> down in the West. Like I, I really, would, I would rather play Minnesota, Portland, Denver, any of these teams than Milwaukee. Than Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, I I just don't want to see Giannis in a series. Yeah. ever again. He's yeah. insane. Um, and mm. in the East, I'm going to take another little wild pick here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably just I'm into the hype right now, but I think Indiana's going to finish fourth. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Again, I'm sure they'll just kind of start to I think to they're going to taper off apart. a bit. They'll yeah, probably I'm sure it'll taper off. Oh, no. Darren yeah, Collison's yeah. going to lead the full force. <laughs> oh, it's happening. And Lance is such a wild, bad player. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, let's let's uh, let's wrap this up with our pro line okay. uh, betting. <laughs> Mr. Matt Duncan is going to give us a, a quick walkthrough. Okay. Yeah. You want me to give it? Please. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we play point spread. Yes. So um, there's two teams. You got to pick one team to win, and one team will have the spread by a certain amount of points. So in the first one, it's Sacramento at Philly, uh, and Philly has the spread by nine and a half, which mm. uh, means ten points. So if you pick Philly, they have to win by ten, at least. Uh, can I ask a question? Yeah. How's uh, Embiid? Is he playing in this game? Is he healthy? He wasn't playing in their last game, right? Um, I think he is playing. He is playing. He's playing. And I will take the Philadelphia 76ers by 30 points. I'll take take it by 10 points. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Kev, you want to go? Yeah. So it's Sacramento in Philly. Sacramento in Philly. Philly by nine and a half. Um, Yeah, I'll take Philly. Okay. Fred? You can call me Mr. Sacramento. Oh, just kidding! Don't <laughs> call me that, please. But yeah, I'm gonna choose Sacramento. You can call me Mr. Oh, okay. Worst Team in the League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gavin. Yeah, I'll take Sacramento too. Whoa! Mm-hmm. So like, I think Sacramento is gonna lose, but by less but than by 10. less than yeah, 10. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I Brady's think predicting a six point Sacramento, Sacramento win. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Philly. 
um, because I noticed uh, the per number for Vince Carter was at the bottom of the league. <laughs> okay, Six yeah. Six and a half. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, okay. just, just before we do the second round, what's I our, go like, by per. What, what's our tallies? <laughs> okay, so in last place, we have the guests. <laughs> the uh, guests. They have a win percentage of 388. Okay. Wow, that's and terrible. Fred, uh, you are in third Aww. with a 444. Shit. It's mm, a lot yeah. of fours, though. Think yeah. about that. Mm, That's pretty no cool. Probably I, have more fours than anybody else. All right. I'm in second with 555. Wow. But he's got more fives. And Kev is in first right now, undefeated. He's He went four undefeated. for all yeah. in his first week, so he's one point Building zero. my empire. Oh, wait. Did you start it over for the season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, fair enough, because I had enough. a wicked year last year. <laughs> yeah. 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 Last year, I think we ended up tied, you and I. Oh, did we? Yeah. Okay, okay. let's move on. All right. <laughs> so, uh, our next team on the docket is uh, New Orleans at Washington. Washington has a spread by three and a half. Oh, that's a, a good four. number. So, so I guess we'll, we'll start. by four. We'll start with a different combination last time, okay. or this time. Do you want to move it over to Kevin? Yeah, let's move it over to Kevin. Mm, I think I started last one, but I'll go anyway. Oh, I started last one. Matt started last oh, okay. one. Okay. Um, I'll go with the Washy boys. <laughs> the Washy boys. <laughs> Those clean, clean boys. <laughs> They're always washing. Yeah. Uh, Washington three and a half over who? Uh, New Orleans. Orleans in Washington. It's a good number. Let me go. Uh, mm. It is a good number. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Pels. Mm. Me too. Yeah. No water porter. Hey. Ooh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Didn't uh, know he's that. on my fantasy team, and he and is no day wall, to day. So and no perhaps. wall still right. What's that? No, he's no, back. Wall's, pl- wall's oh. back. back. And sure. to be frank, Otto Porter <laughs> might be back then too. But oh, if Wall was not in, I would for sure. Um, I'm, uh, you know, just gonna go against the guy who's clearly crushing it the whole year and <laughs> hasn't made one bad move. I'm gonna say uh, the Pelicans as well. I Woo! love the, the oh. cousin seems to uh, get up for his games against Wall for some weird reason. Mm. It's, it's like the old very Kentucky true. Thing. The Kentucky thing. I will also say, you know, uh, regarding my record, I might be the Orlando Magic. It's early in the season. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, I'll also go uh, Pelicans. Okay. Last one. Cleveland at Milwaukee. Cleveland has a spread by two and a half. Mm. Okay, I guess I'll start. Yep. Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland. Okay. In Milwaukee. Oh, shit. Gavin just like, In Milwaukee. Ooh. Yeah. In Milwaukee. Uh, oh, yeah. Cleveland, yeah. Lots of Cleve. It's uh, one of those LeBron games. LeBron, right? LeBron because, hears you talking about Giannis. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. And it's like, even if they're <laughs> supposed to not win by three. But Giannis also hears people talking about LeBron. That's true. I know. Hmm. They both hear. They both hear oh, things. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's my favorite thing about Giannis. I have not. I'm going Cleveland. Okay, you're going Cleveland? I think uh, I'm also going to go Cleveland. Because I, I think it'll be like a five to a seven point win. Mm-hmm, yeah, Cleveland oh, Rocks. Sweet. Okay. Well, uh, and that's it for the pod. That's it for the pod. Uh, for thanks the... everybody for listening. Have a happy uh, season. Stay positive. Uh, don't force drinks on people if they seem like they don't want to drink. Uh, be nice to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stay don't warm. Force me to drink eggnog yeah. if don't I don't. Don't force want people it. to drink, man. Um, Quit you know, people to take off their toques because they uh, it's it's cold. You know, they want to wear it. Yeah, yeah the toque well, thing's yeah. big too. I'm, yeah. glad you, I'm glad you <laughs> chimed in. Um, uh, yeah, thanks everybody for for listening. Um, before we go, uh, Gavin, do you have anything coming up that uh, people should know about? They should check uh, out. This is coming out. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh yeah, yes. I have something coming up. Right. It's on the day that this is coming out uh, nice. tonight. If if you're watch if you're listening on on Wednesday. 
Uh, Skater Die at Hotmail.com is going on at Comedy Bar at 9.30 p.m. On uh, Thursday? You no, know, on Wednesday. That's Right. Today's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So the day that ideally, if you're listening to this, there is a stand-up comedy show called Skater Die at Hotmail.com where uh, it's the only comedy show hosted by two high teens. So come to that. Nice. Great. It's very funny. It's a great show. It's a great show. Thank yeah. you. Um, Matt? Yeah, I'm doing uh, an improv tournament in the new year with 128 teams. Uh, most yeah. of the people here actually, I guess, no, I guess three of us, so that's most, uh, <laughs> yeah. are involved in some capacity. I'm going to be hosting it or guest judging. Uh, Freddie Rivas is teaming up with uh, the uh, incredible uh, Mark Little uh, as a team called Little Freddie, where uh, Freddie plays <laughs> a great name. little person who lives in Mark's ear and uh-huh. whispers things to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, very, Gavin Pounds teams up with, uh, who are you with? Michelle Hart. Oh, Michelle Hart as roommates because they live together and put no thought into their team mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's good. Monday nights at the Social Capital Theater at 7 and 8.30. It's $5 per show. Wow, what a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, enthusiastic in his deal. Um, cool, well, I think that uh, just about does it. Um, That's it. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. This has been the Confederacy of Dunks, episode 53. If you give us a rating on iTunes, I will... But I will appreciate it. I was going to say buy you a house, but I can't. I can't even buy a house for myself. Um, so if you <laughs> sad end of the show. <laughs> Happy holidays from all of us here at Confederacy of Dunks, and uh, keep shooting them hoops swish style. Bye.